Well, hello and welcome to the Moto Mash, brought to you by the Midweek Mash Tattoo. I'm your host, Harvey. With me today, as usual, is Michael and Paul. How are you doing today, lads? Very well. Where else would I rather be? Oh, hell. Right here. <laughs> so. Didn't expect that, did you? <laughs> no. Well, my... Uh, you don't know. You know what I know when my brain went there. <laughs> I could think slightly, of some places you would rather be. <laughs> slightly more concerned than I was at the start of the music. When I'm there. <laughs> oh, great. Moving on. So, so hi. <laughs> I was just about to do that myself there, Michael. <clears throat> well, say welcome back after a wee, uh, a wee break there from the old F1. Hiatus, uh, if you will. A wee hiatus, yes. Um, obviously we had the mandatory two-week break, well, sorry, uh, not mandatory, two-week break. We had the F1 summer break, and in the F1 yes. summer break, there is a mandatory shutdown. Um, yes, do you know much about the mandatory shutdown? Well, it's a shutdown, and it's mandatory. <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, my understanding is that there's like a two-week period where they're not allowed to develop new stuff for the cars and yeah etc but I don't so, know any details in the summer break um, all the teams have to do a, a mandatory shutdown it's for 14 consecutive days um, where they're pretty much not allowed to do anything they're not even allowed so no the drivers can't go in the simulators mm-hmm. Um the teams can't work on anything like no development, no car design, no parts production, planning, um, can't do anything in the wind machine, eh, wind tunnels, uh, kind of machine parts, um, no meetings. Yeah, they can't even have meetings, team meetings or anything like that um, during that time. Uh, they are allowed to repair the car a damaged car uh, but they need to gain permission from the FIA to do so so um, most teams kind of try and take their, their 14 days like in the middle of the summer break uh, so they get a week a day and stuff and then two week break and then come back and get their car sorted but they they can take it at any time they want so literally the day after the race um what was it, Hungary? Aye. Um, the day after that, they could have took their two weeks, uh, two-week break, and then came back and been working for two weeks. So, mm-hmm. um, Aye, so, mandatory two-week break so that everybody gets a wee bit of rest, you know, the drivers and even the team, like, folk working on the development of the car and stuff like that, they get a wee break as well, which is pretty cool. So this week we had the Belgian Grand Prix, Qualifying was a bit weird, uh, because <laughs> I think what six six drivers, six drivers took penalties, so they were all starting at the back of the grid. Um, so throughout qualifying, basically they were just running to see who would start further up than the other ones at the back, um, which Max was stopping. He was the fastest overall in in qualifying, so he started uh, what fourteenth, I say, fifteenth, actually, that's a lie, fifteenth. Um, what was really strange about this qualifying was after qualifying was done, not one driver, not one single driver, started the race in the position that they qualified because of these uh, mm-hmm. penalties and stuff. Yep. Which is crazy. <laughs> That's uh, wild. Uh, I mean, qualifying wasn't really, t- there was nothing in there of, nothing really surprising, um, I would say. The, the Mercedes, I thought they were supposed to, I mean, there was chat of them coming back and their cars would be really, up to par this one and it was rumoured they were bringing a big aye. upgrade aye mm. but, but 
what that was, I don't know. I don't know what they thought. I don't know if that was just an expectation or if there was something they were expected to bring that they didn't bring to this weekend. I'm not sure. But if anything, they seem to take a backwards step in qualifying. Step, well, maybe they'd brung the upgrade, fitted it, and well, didn't really turn it to be an upgrade. But I actually said to you guys in our group chat that this would be a great week for Mercedes to to get that win. Um, mm -hmm. just just because I knew that one of the Red Bulls and one of the Ferraris were starting to be back so yep. you know Hamilton and, and, and uh, Russell had this opportunity to have a a, a good uh, qualifying session and then use strategy to get Mercedes the first win of the season um, but ah, it didn't really work out that way um, I said that before qualifying and stuff as well. So um, I think if I looked at if I seen qualifying, I would <laughs> don't think I would have made that statement. <laughs> um, just seeing how they were um, going through qualifying. Aye, the uh, the start of the race was pretty hectic. I must say. Mm -hmm. Um. Hamilton and Alonso coming together. Oh, Latifi spinning himself out. And so, feel so bad for Bottas. He's trying to get out the way of Latifi. If he doesn't get out the way of Latifi, he's just going to smash into him. He's going to rip off his front end, rip off Latifi's front end and, and damage his front end as well. Mm-hmm. And then God knows whatever he could have spun off or whatever. But uh, he tries to avoid it. Hits the grass. that sends him into a wee spin. He doesn't hit the barriers or anything, but he just gets caught in the gravel trap and unfortunately couldn't move. Um, I mean, just thinking myself about... <laughs> if I was bought, I would be raging if that happened to me. Yep. Like... I'd be waiting for Latifi at the end of that race. <laughs> he like stern talking to you if anything else. To be fair, like by the time you get to Formula One, although it's like a high pressure situation, nothing else, you've been in enough races to kinda keep your chill with things like that. Like you know it is, I mean as annoying and frustrating as it was, like it's a racing incident, you've mm -hmm. you just got to live and let live. Maybe mm -hmm. we just can understand that these things can happen, well, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, these days, uh, for, I mean, I remember back in the day when stuff used to happen and they would go for each other. They they were the days. Uh, there's a few times <laughs> over the years where, where dri drivers have been swinging punches um, and other things. But, aye, uh, it's oof, very frustrating. But I mean, I know, like, yeah. if somebody comes to the proverbial when you're just, like, yeah. driving on the road, cutting you off or, or whatever it might be, or randomly turning with they indicate a rent to warn you and stuff like that like the frustration builds up quick oh, in these sort of incidents so mm -hmm. you can only imagine in like the, the kind of high pressure situation that they're in when like, you're actually competing with the, <laughs> the competitive driving aye. Aye. and the speeds that they're doing and everything else like mm -hmm. so aye the tempers are they're bound to flare at times aye. I mean look at what Alonso said about Hamilton <laughs> like straight away when you know like oh this guy only knows how to start and first or what like, do you know what I mean um, <laughs> <laughs> like I mean it was funny at the time but it's a bit dickish isn't it <laughs> uh, I still think it's very funny I've got but, to say uh, I, I still think it's funny too like, do you know what I mean <laughs> effectively cut a promo on his radio to his radio guy knowing that everybody would hear uh, it aye <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, provided a bit of entertainment for sure Oh. Uh, <laughs> I think but he called him an idiot as well didn't he which is <laughs> this was some about what's he doing this idiot only knows how to drive first what's this that? idiot he only knows how to drive from uh, driving first place uh, starting first place hmm. that's what he said I, I think after it um, they asked Hamilton about it and 
at first he didn't know what to hear what he well during the race actually and he didn't know what to hear what he said I think after the race he's heard what he said and uh, there's some stuff that they're saying like uh, Lewis Hamilton's pretty much say, like uh, it's, it's nice to know what he thinks about me you know what I mean <laughs> so uh, but he did admit it was 100% his fault so I mean that's good that's just <laughs> don't, that's like Step in the right direction, huh? Aye. Oh, very, very... Didn't expect that, I'm not going to lie. Oh. <laughs> See, the thing is, it's the, 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 just to talk about that incident quickly, like, obviously, <laughs> it's Hamilton going run the outside of the Alonso <clears throat> um, on the overtake, and he's well ahead of him and everything else. He's claimed the corner, but he still has to leave space for Alonso. Alonso mm-hmm. can't magically disappear, and Hamilton's yep. turned turned in too far, and they've made contact. Mm-hmm. But rear wheel to Alonso's front, um, but it's 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 a funny one because, like in an ideal world, like Hamilton's won that corner, so then Alonso should back fully out, and Hamilton mm-hmm. should be able to take the racing line. But like it's clearly in the the racing directive from the rules now. Like he has to leave space for him. Yep. Like Alonso doesn't have to slam the brakes in a, bo- a boat mission on the corner. Like so mm-hmm. um like in a in a kind of ideal situation you would like do, do you know what I'm saying? Like I'm I'm struggling for words here, but like you would like to think in an ideal situation if you've overtaken somebody and you've clearly won the corner that they would stay out the road and let you just mm-hmm. go, but like it's racing and that's the rules. <laughs> that's the rules, eh? Yeah, they're all, but, um, they're all in it to win it. Aye. That's, that's how it is, man. <laughs> um, so aye, hectic start to the race. <laughs> Ferrari, doing Ferrari things very early on in the race. <laughs> aye, um, the Ferrari were I think They were like one of the first to come in. in. this race, man. They're in this weekend, I should say. Right. Cause it started in qualifying. Yeah. Like Leclerc in Q3, Leclerc's uh, final run. They sent him out rather than sending him out in some scrub soft tyres so they could set a decent time, but mm-hmm. no wasting a new set, knowing that they were yeah. getting punted to the back of the grid. That's right. They put, my, they put the wrong tyres on them, they put a brand new set right. of softs on them. Mm-hmm. And so I had to go and do a, do a lap in a bit. And uh, yeah. and softs, <laughs> bloody idiots, man. And then like right up to the point where he's starting the flying lap, he's like on the radio with him, like, so what? What are we doing here? Am I changing mm-hmm. these? Like, and they're like, no, no, just do the lap. <laughs> Aye, just just do one lap. Um, well, he was only sent out there to give uh, scenes well, no, no. up. That was that was him. That was him doing his lap. That was him. He's 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 he's, he's qualifying lap. He had set. He had, I think he'd set a time. He was going out for his second run or something. Or maybe mm. it was his first run in Q three. I can't quite remember. But then he had to he had to plunder back round, and mm. it wasn't he wasn't making it in time for him to then do another attempt because he hadn't went he hadn't went hard on his out lap because there was this back and forth about whether or not he was going in. Mm-hmm. Ended up doing a flying lap, but he hadn't hit the tires up, so he didn't set a good time. So he was like middle of the pack. And then because of all the faff, he, didn't, he wasn't making it back in time to get back out for a lap. However, they decided last minute to put him out to give signs at all. But mm. all he did is he went, he didn't get a flyer and he just went out and basically did an out lap. So he left the pit mm. just enough time that he was allowed to be on the track. Right. And he gave signs at all down to the, down the first straight. Aye. I remember the first route, but I, I, I missed all that then. <laughs> um, um, but I, well, was, I was busy doing other stuff when I was thinking, but it was um, stupid, is what it was. Aye. <laughs> it was, uh, it definitely was. Aye. And um, the, the, way they, the way they timed it, like Leclerc just made it out in front of Signs, so Signs actually had to adjust what he was doing, and it, it actually messed up his first sector. So it ended up not right. helping him. Right. So, ah, <laughs> uh, uh, Ferrari. Right. Ferrari, and Ferrari. Obviously, in, so in the race, they've 
Aye, in the face. <laughs> pulled Leclerc in far too early. Aye, like, why? I have no idea. And then... Oh, and put him in it's just for inexplicable reasons. Aye, mediums to then go to mediums to then <laughs> to soft over the, the last two laps. I'm like, what? <sighs> I mean, the, the last two laps, I get it, it was for the, um, to try fastest to set the fastest lap, lap mm-hmm. to get an extra point or whatever. But, they didn't do it early enough for a start. Yep. And they brought him in when he was in danger of getting overtaken from um, Alonso. Alonso. Which actually happened. He yep. came out <laughs> so came out right in front of Alonso right, and Alonso just him. went swoosh. So they didn't give him enough time for that. So then he's behind Alonso, having to try and get past Alonso to try and set the fast lap. The only thing that you could say is, well, he could get DRS in the straight. Well, yeah, I'll give you a fraction of a second. I don't think it's going to be enough to to get you to set a fast lap. But. Ultimately, what happened was that he was stu- he couldn't set the fastest lap. Um, when he was coming out the pits, they were in the radio saying that he that Alonso's coming. Okay, so um, he sped up, which now he's got a five second penalty. So even if he was past Alonso, he would have been brung back behind him. So he finishes in sixth place. Mm. Um, less points. Didn't he set the fastest lap? <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, like... Yep. Uh, aye. Uh, it's just terrible. I mean, if you're the boss of Ferrari, you must be thinking, like... Right, Bonotto's got to go. Would be uh, Bonotto, right? Is his name? Oh, you're the name guy. Sorry? The Ferrari name man. guy? Oh, ben- Matteo Benotti, aye. Benotti, Benotti. I can never say, I always say Benotto. Um, aye, Benotti. I would be like, if I'm the boss of Ferrari, I'd be like, Benotti has to go. Might as well. The <laughs> Sorry, it is Benotto. It is Benotto, right? <laughs> <laughs> you call me cold there, man. <laughs> so, um... I I'd be saying Bernardo can go. The season's done now. Like Verstappen's ninety three points in front of Leclerc. In fact, Leclerc's not even his closest rival. It's Perez. What am I talking about? Perez took over the uh, thing to I'm sure. Um, Charles Leclerc. So, aye, season's done. We're not getting the constructors' championship. Might as well bring in a new. Team principal, let him, you know, get his toes wet and make mistakes at the back end of this season so he can learn from the mistakes, see what it is actually to run the team. So when it comes to the next season, or the mistakes are gone and by, you know. He's so, actually come out and defended his uh, choice to bring in Leclerc, uh, well, Saying yeah, that you need to him. be brave in races. To, um, <laughs> not, brave. No, I'm not joking. I'm not joking. Aye. Brave. I, I, <laughs> I think his English needs some work. He's, he's confused right. with stupid and brave. He I'll, t- I'll tell you. Difference. I'll tell you exactly what he said. I'll tell you. So uh, on this, speaking to Sky F1, obviously, I think we made the right decision because you need to be brave enough to try get the maximum. The maximum. There right. was a gap on Fernando. We knew it was tight. We knew it could have overtaken him with the new tyres and maybe taking the DRS and getting the extra speed on the straight. In the end, it was the right choice. Is he for real? We didn't get the fastest lap, so <laughs> and we need to look at why in terms of Charles. It was the right choice. What? I mean, no. respectfully, that is deluded patter, except I... that that was the wrong call. That is ridiculous. 
He's staying fifth. You make 10 points. He's he's fell to sixth. He's also had a five-second penalty, making sure that even if he'd just overtaken Alonso in the end, he would have still been sixth. And that he's fastest. He was still a second slower than Max mm-hmm. Verstappen was exactly. in medium tyres. Because he didn't have enough time to get the softs up and running. That's that is the, the problem. That is the thinkings <laughs> of a man who just clearly... Is run out of time for me. I don't, uh, Aye. That's defending that's, the indefensible. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's that's actually surprised me that Aye. <laughs> he's he's either completely delusional or he's like in full desperation mode. I mean, there's one thing I agree with him in that. You have to be brave and racing. I mean, at least he's got that. That's that, true, right? aye. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um but hi. I mean, you, you also maybe, need to employ logical strategies. Well, aye. Uh, ex- aye. exactly. I don't know he's why. Saying, he also he sounds like he's half conceding the championship. He's, he's saying and looking at the ja- drivers' championship, the gap to Max is very high. It's not sufficient for Charles to win all the races and finish ahead of him. So we need to count on Max not finishing races. Now, what are the chances of that? Really, I think that he knows. Tells he knows me, it's done. That tells me that they're going to push out to win every race and Sainz is going to fucking <laughs> crash into Max Verstappen <laughs> every opportunity <laughs> cannonball no I don't like, think that's quite allowed they might get put up for that strategy <laughs> so <laughs> going to bend oh he turned into me sorry oh, the fact spun that him Carlos Sainz oh, is out, outscoring them well I mean obviously he's outscoring them with the, the engine penalty but uh, I mean if you if you hear signs, he's um, uh, engineer on the radio saying we're going to plan K. Then you know, that's Kamikaze mode being engaged. It's time for Verstappen to run. <laughs> plan K, plan K. We're going to plan K. <laughs> <laughs> there'll just be there'll just be a settings to plan K, plan K. Uh, plan K. When he's coming run past the pit wall, it'll be a white flag with a red dot in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> There'll just suddenly be a drone playing through the PA. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Oh, Christ. What did they end up today with signs? Was it plan D they eventually got to? I think that was Leclerc, was it? Was that Leclerc Uh, they got to plan D? I I don't know. One of the two was in B. There was a a plan D from one of the. I mean, Leclerc. I I Uh, get the need, the old. (laughs) Fail to prepare, prepare to fail, but Aye. why have you why are you getting to the fourth pl- I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't think it's going well if A, B, and C have exhausted themselves Aye. halfway through I mean, a race. Plan D was just over the halfway mark, so you can see about three quarters of the way the race done. And they're I like, mean, oh, I mean I'd, plan D? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know as a punter, are they are they executing different plans at different stages of the races I don't know but speaking as a month punter when you're in your fourth attempt at how to do well in the race in the race I don't know I think it's for my sort of time watching Formula 1 I think it's very common to go to a plan B and sometimes a C they'll they'll go in thinking right the optimum plan is a two stop we do this we do that that's the quickest way to get for A to B but then depending on where other guys are running on the track, they kind of come in on the optimal laps. So then they switch to plan B, which might be like a two-stop rather than a one or a three mm-hmm. rather than a two or a w- whatever right. it is, um. their next best option. But for that to cascade <laughs> to a plan D and the race isn't much, much more than halfway done, like yeah. something's went seriously wrong. Like honestly, I've never I've never heard of a uh, switch to plan D. Never. No. Never until the day. No. Ferrari. What's going on, mate? Like, guys, come on. And I'm a Ferrari fan and I'm just sitting here pushing myself laughing at them because I can't do anything else. Uh, wait, 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 I'm past the frustration them, stage. I'm just like, I fucking give up. Like, I, still, I still think, point? though, the level of panic in falling apart of the seams has to be caused by Max Verstappen as well, by the way. I, I, I think he deserves a lot of love. Oh, I. He's, he's, he's just been... charged through the field, whether you like to accept it or not. Like, it's that takes 
skill as well as a good car. Like, ah, he 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 went through the field pretty rapid today. Um, you could just see that his motor with that new end. Oh my, it was just still no competition. No, none. So he just flew through, no bother. Yep. Um. I mean, helped helped in, at times with what was going on in front of him, but uh, you you can't you can't take aye. away the skill required. Can't deny it. I don't think pull, pull off the overtakes um, and stuff. He breezed through. It was like Lewis Hamilton last year. At I was going to say it's 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 just I was going to bring up the Hamilton thing at Brazil because um, certain people were pretty sore on on his accomplishment there and how anybody in that car could have done it. But um, just I still, like, I still <laughs> stand by that. Thank you very much. Just like, respectfully like going by no, the way. I'm offering no, giving credit where it's due. No, <laughs> just, I didn't just say listen. anybody. I didn't say anybody any. on the grid. I said most people on the grid. Thank you. Very I'm pretty much. sure you said anybody. On I said grid. most. Most people. <laughs> anyway, most people. Anyway, um, like, like this is the same same argument. Like you. I okay, it's it's by far and away the fastest car, but you can't deny the skill required to to get it for ATB. You still need the human battery, that's right, man. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Here's a question for you: the single season record for most wins is currently at thirteen with Michael Schumacher and um, uh. Sebastian Vettel. Thirteen in a season. Max is already at nine. Nine. There are eight mm-hmm. races left. <laughs> is it under threat? Well, aye. <laughs> I would say, that's a, would say it's that's, a certainty that he's, he's going to equal it. And would, it's just a case of whether or not he decides to take a holiday or, or signs decides to take him out. Uh, barring... Bar, aye. <laughs> Unless we get that uh, plan key. Um, barring <laughs> barring uh, um, his car just shitting the bed in a couple of races. Mm-hmm. Aye, I'd, like I can see him at least, as you say there, Michael, equaling it. Aye, um, five wins out of eight. You're talking. Aye, aye. aye five. Well, I mean, four wins out of eight. Sorry, it's nine. He's currently at, and it's it's nine. Aye, he's only got four to go to equal. Four to equal. I would, it um, with eight races to go, I would expect him to finish six or seven. I, I'd be shocked if he finished every one of them. Whether it's his car failing on him again, or whether it's an incident, somebody taking him out. Um, I'm I'm certain that at least one of the races something will happen that takes him out, and then the rest of them like it's just a case of whether or not he's going to win, and more mm. often than not it's going to be a resounding yes. Yeah, mm. I mean I think next week as well. That's essentially another one of his home. Um, oh, Dutch races, so. Yeah, it's, it's a heavy home backing. I believe I believe the seasons where Schumacher and Vettel hit that record are seasons where their car was utterly dominant. Mm. Oh, I mean you've got you've got I mean, you so we have that to be in that kind of form, like aye. Aye. So uh, my, the thing that I'm getting at is that I think this is the season for them to do it. Aye, you know what I mean. Like I think the, a chance. Ga- we're at a point now in this season where the gap is so far between Verstappen's car and everybody else. Even Perez, who should in theory have the same tools at his his hands, ah, like same team theoretically. He's, he's not getting that same performance we can make. So, mm-hmm. um, aye, seemingly this is this is the year for for Max to chase that target if he's ever going to do it. I think that's going to be his kind of driving force now for the rest of this. I don't think he needs to worry about being challenged in the title race. Has ah, it just, like he does, not Um. If if you're him, are you worrying about the title race or are you chasing legendary status now? Is that oh, like I'd, you I'd wonder? Be chasing the legendary status. Of ah, course. you would. He I think in his as an elite like, athlete, well, not athlete, but an elite sportsman. Aye, he's, he's pretty much won the drivers' championship. Do you know what I mean? He's Perez is the is the next one closest to him. He is what nine. Uh, 98 Crap. you doing some what quick maths here? Two. Oh, this isn't even a quick brain maths. is went oh, this is <laughs> absolutely <laughs> do lolly here he like 93? is uh, 93 points behind Max Verstappen so Max Verstappen and Perez 93 points difference I mean that is absolutely um, redonkulous 
he's closest. So, I mean, literally for him to, uh, for Perez to get close to Max, Max would have to finish outside of the points for six for races. And, and <laughs> Perez would have to win six races. Nah, right, do you know what I mean? <laughs> and then he would overtake him. So, I said this about a month and a half ago that it was approaching the done stage already. Are, are we quite happy to accept that it's now completely am. done? Yes. Aye, first, first, first place is is done and dusted, and yeah. second place second place isn't far away from it because Leclerc is tumbling. And um, there is a genuine we we spoke about it somewhat jokingly a few weeks back, um, but there is a genuine genuine tra- chance that both Mercedes will finish in front of both Ferraris. Mm-hmm. If you look at it in the constructors, there's only 41 points between it. Well, if you look at it on the driver's side... Oh, and aye, and then that too, obviously, if that's... George the Russell is one point behind Sainz, mm-hmm. 16 points behind Leclerc. Yep. So he can genuinely finish above them, even though his car is just up to standard with their car. That mm-hmm. just blows my mind. The Mercedes only thing are that, just so so consistent. The Ferraris and the well, have had issues. The Mercedes have not. I, I was just going to say the only thing that the Mercedes has over these cars is their reliability, mm-hmm. and that's why they're so far up. Yep. Um, and it's crazy to think that. I mean, Ferrari should be anywhere near Mercedes. Mercedes, sorry, Mercedes shouldn't be anywhere near Ferrari. Aye. With the cars that they have. Yep. There should be a clear gap between Red Bull and Ferrari, and everybody else. Mm-hmm. But. There's no because Ferrari's just Ferrari's Ferrari. One unreliable. The cars are unreliable. The team's unreliable. They make stupid decisions. The drivers can be unreliable at times as well. Like it's just what's going on at Ferrari. It's just funny to think back to the the excitement of the first race when we all said, "Wow, Ferrari look incredible." Yep, Mercedes look. Like they've stole a bloody result there, and now it's Mercedes hunting for Harrington. <laughs> like, because obviously it was the two Red Bull that that uh, ended out of the race because the engine yep. failure. Engine failures. Hamilton uh, finishes third just due to the fact that he's stuck at it for a whole race. Like it's mm-hmm. fucking wild. What a turnaround! I mean, constructors is out the way. Oh, you said what they? It's forty-one. 41 points between 41 points between Ferrari Ferrari and Mercedes that will be down to next two races not the gain you'd be level I would imagine Uh, form continues they've got a chance of catching certainly aye Aye. I reckon they will I'd be shocked if they don't honestly I think think Mercedes is going to take second in the constructors Uh, unless Ferrari really sucks Hamilton being out of that race today that's meant that Mm-hmm. Ferrari have stretched a wee bit out, like mm-hmm. good point, actually. Like that's that's that literally didn't it. Across my mind, because if you think if he was still in the race, he would probably, probably finished. Probably top aye. five. Had I mean, this is like you said, he had an opportunity. Aye, I was say about five, fifth. Aye, aye he probably had an so, opportunity to he, attack he, the top he three. Was, he was he was in front a uh, uh, Russell. Aye, there's every chance yes, he would have continued to right. run in front of him. Mm-hmm. Maybe Russell so. would have nipped past him, if depending on the strategies. Aye, depending on the, on it, so. the way that the aye, the um, pit stops and that. So what's that? Twelve and there. ten. So aye, it would have been. It would have been very likely like twelve for Hamilton, ten for Russell, or the other way about. Aye. Yeah. Which aye. So that would have. And the drivers that would have Hamilton sitting on like 156 or 158 points. Mm-hmm. Um, so he'd have been nipping at the heels of Russell and Sainz Russell. on the drivers side of things. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how the I'm not 100 sure how the points work with the constructors. Does it tell me that somewhere? For in terms of how much points the constructors get for the drivers finishing. Do you just do you just add day points together? Aye, basically. Aye. aye. So I constructors, think it's just the same. constructors are just an accumulation of what your drivers are getting basically mm-hmm. throughout the season. Right. So yeah, aye. So like the day it would have been 
26 and 18 for Red Bull. Right. So that would have been, what, 44? Mm-hmm. Aye. Yeah. Aye, so Mick Schumacher has been uh, released with well, I don't know if he's been released, but he's no longer at F1, eh, Christ, a Ferrari Academy driver. So there's something else. I mean, are we in danger? I think we actually genuinely might be in danger of never seeing Mick Schumacher in a decent motor. It is possible. Aye. Aye. I think next season is going to be very important in the career of Mick Schumacher. Mm-hmm. Wherever he ends up, he needs to put in a massive performance to make himself desirable to the to the top teams. Yep. I mean, to be honest, if you if you're being honest with yourself and you and you're a let's say a Ferrari and one of your drivers, Saints, you get rid of Saints. You've got the choice between Norris and Mick Schumacher. Like you're going to take Norris, aren't you? I go Mick because he's Norris. Well, Norris isn't he a number two. He's he's far too pig-headed and competitive. Aye, but this is the thing. Ferrari doesn't really have a number two. <laughs> so if you're the uh, boss, they like <laughs> they should, they should, but they don't. Uh, so if you're the Ferrari boss and you're looking at, right, what have these two done on on the track? You're going to go Norris. On experience and achievement, I Norris exactly is an obvious one, but mm-hmm. um, I just think in terms of the character, um, in theory, you're looking to fill a number two position. Uh, so, in theory, maybe, aye. Aye, but, but I, I, I know I get what your point is. Ferrari loves the bullish drivers as well, and that's exactly what, what Norris is too. Hmm. So, I mean, aye. I don't know. We'll see. You think about it logically. You would think um, Norris, but aye, who knows? Um, I mean, the fiascos, it's like Alpine and McLaren, uh, both saying that they have rights to Piastri. Piastri seems to believe that he's gone to McLaren, but apparently he signed something with Alpine last year in November. So now it's going to this contract board where they got to figure it out. I believe that's tomorrow. They've got to um, have that. So uh, the next couple of days, we should see where Piastri goes, and then that will play a part when Mick goes. Mm-hmm. I would assume, unless he's already decided he's got to stay at Haas for another year. I don't know. Um, interesting to see why he's no longer an academy driver of Ferrari aye I'd, I'd love like, to know what went on there whose decision was that something was it Mick just looking and saying they're a joke I don't like going drive for them that's possible as well like if you're a driver and you're seeing all the fuck ups that they're making do you really want to go there like do you know what I mean even just a turnover <laughs> Like until oh, until we go all. to signs in the clerk, every season, number two became mm-hmm. number one, and there was a new number two, and like it was just brutal. It was as if like the drivers were being blamed for the lack of success. Mm-hmm. When really it was the, the team didn't have a, a good enough car. Um. So going on that, like it's it, you would need to be a massive sort of die-hard Ferrari guy to, to still want to go there or think you're the next superstar and you're you know you're really going to stand out and you're going to be the difference maker um, which I suppose mm. a lot of the drivers they have that kind of ego about them I was going to so. say they do um, aye so it, yeah it was already kind of less desirable because of that and then now with the just absolute comical performances that they're, they're putting out in terms of decision making and and um, uh, what's the word? Um, strategies that they're they're using or no using or <laughs> think they're using, but they'll know or whatever's mm-hmm. going on there exactly. I don't know. Um, so they're either at a point where it's just like, why would anybody want to drive for them? Why will they set up like that? Yep. Got to wonder if it's going through the clear side. 
Man. He's, he's got to feel ah. so let down. Well, I For where they started the season. To where he is now. He, he's aye. barely put a foot wrong. He's made a, like maybe two or three mistakes, mistakes. the whole season. Uh, I think it's two. Two. Like, and both of them cost points, but nothing team, to The wet. team is just... Nothing to what the team's done, done for them. Hi. Um, nah, you'd be gutted if you were Clerk. I, I, if I was the, I would definitely want answers. Like if I was the Clerk, even Saints as well. I'd be like, why is this happening? Like, who's who's to blame for this? We need to get, or what is the reason mm-hmm. for all this? Need to get to the bottom of this. Sort out and sort out quick. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's what should have been done <laughs> before <laughs> about about eight races ago, or even more than that. Um, but it's a bit late for it now. Um, I mean, that's why I said, if I'm the boss of Ferrari right now, I'm the owner. Sorry, I will. Like you know, Renato can leave. Let's get some fresh faces in here. The season's already done. It's time to to move on. Whoever comes in, they're under no pressure for the rest of the season because it's already done. Pretty mm-hmm. much, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, there and then. Nah, what you were talking about earlier, man, that is like mm-hmm. fairly sound strategy in, in terms of the business right. side. Um, the season's effectively done and by the way. I mean, I okay if you can improve performances week to week. You can maximise what you get out of the season, but sure. the chances of winning anything's done and by the way. So mm-hmm. um, it would make sense to restructure now, assuming that there's going to be a restructure because you would definitely like to think there is. So <laughs> assuming that is the case, then now would be a great time to do it so that there's actually a certain amount of time available to mm-hmm. like let the new principal make the changes and the the day the hiring and the fire and whatever needs to be done mm-hmm. to yep. in preparation for next season. Yep. But um aye, it's it's wild man. It is wild. That's the word I hey? wild. So next week is the Dutch Grand Prix. Do you like this track? I don't know like it. I don't really have an opinion either either way, to be honest. Mm-hmm. It's um it's just very like run of the mill kinda um there's no real big standout things about this to like both the top of my head anyway. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> uh, I mean I, I it's fairly like short, it. um, I'd say. It's not it's not it's, it's not a big, short. not a long track. I, I like how it cambers and stuff um, you know the inclines and that I, I do like that uh, you know on the turn one mm-hmm. of the turns it has the where it inclines and then declines um, mm-hmm. uh, I like that it's pretty cool I wish we had made of them uh, made corners like that and, and the circuits but I, I don't mind it um, I don't really I mean I've read Bull that they would do well in this this circuit as well. I would have said Ferrari, but Aye, who knows um, these days, man? You would, you would think with the you would think with the twists and turns it would favour mm-hmm. the kind of high downforce motors. Yeah, but <laughs> who knows? Hopefully, Haas. But again, Haas look like they've fell off a cliff. They have basically. Um, aye. aye, they've just. Got to a certain point and decided to jump back off. <laughs> yeah, that's my way. Um, which is a shame. Shame for the boys. Ah, it's, they it's, seem to have just kind of this fell out the wee bit, hasn't it? Normal mm-hmm. services resumed with the likes of Alpine and the like and McLaren kind of filling up that midfield. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't wait. It just comes down to sort of budget sizes and team sizes and like yeah. re- resources would be the word to use um, and I the teams mayor, like Alpine and aye. McLaren have 
vastly superior yeah. resources. The more uh, the more teams have been able to bring in updates and make adjustments. Uh, the team teams at the at the back end like Haas, like they just haven't been able to develop quite as much. They've they've had some peaks and troughs. Like they've had some weekends where they were phenomenal, mm-hmm. scoring really highly, but then yeah. they've also had some really low moments as well where they've either tried an update and it's not worked or they've just not had an update when everybody that was a direct rival has had an update and they've pulled away for them mm-hmm. so the start of the season I asked everybody some questions I asked a couple of questions um, who do you so one of the things is who, who do you think will win the Drivers Construction Championship Um And so Sandy said Verstappen and Red Bull. Good call. That looks like that is going to happen. Paul, you said <laughs> Verstappen and Ferrari. Oh, right, okay. Uh, I said Verstappen and Ferrari as well. And Mick... I will tell you in a second. He <laughs> wrote down Sandy Mines, he didn't write in yours. Michael said sure can. Hamilton and I had Mercedes or Ferrari. Jesus, we did not give enough respect to Red Bull. No. I thought Max Verstappen would win the championship and uh, Ferrari just because their car and, you know, I thought they would they'd be finishing like above Perez and fighting and Leclerc and, and Verstappen would be fighting but I thought Verstappen would probably win the, the drivers and then Ferrari would win the constructors but uh, how wrong was that? Well, half of it anyway. We got um, really excited about Ferrari to begin with. We really did. Mm-hmm. There was a bad carried away you know, mm-hmm. thinking that. Uh, I remember that. I, I very correctly... Um, predicted that Ferrari would drop off <laughs> you but I could really. never have imagined that it would have been this severe I c- I'd never thought in a million years they would be getting in their own road quite as much as they're um, mm-hmm. but that's like in first kind of viewing pre-season like it's hard to say that Leclerc and Ferrari wouldn't be champs but um Aye, I did. I did suspect that they they would drop off and everybody else would be able to catch up. You know, fill in that gap. I I expected um, Mercedes to make a bigger leap than what they have. Um, mm-hmm. They've been as consistent as I thought they would be. I remember speaking about the consistency. That was my main reasoning for the putting them down for constructors. But um, I really thought they would make up the gap better than than what they have. Hmm. I remember you actually talking, talking them up, um, saying that they would come back in over time, mm-hmm. um, which was a sound theory, to be honest. No. Uh, but it did, it did. Just, like they, they have made improvements. It just hasn't oh, been the health. Definitely, but I mean. just I, I mean, Red Bull have been making their own improvements. Aye. A car that they, was already top notch. Like, so it's like Paul says, like I, I, I me, me specifically. I did not think Red Bull as a team would hold it together the way they have this year and make the improvements that they have. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought they would be better than Ferrari in terms of consistency, but I didn't think they would be able to keep up the performance. Um, and other than sort of random, somewhat unpredictable failings where the, the, the cars just stopped working for whatever reason, it's seeming like it's a different reason every time. Um Outside of the, the kind of performance things, like they have been the team to beat. Mm-hmm. Most definitely have. I mean, I didn't think at this point of the season we'd be saying we have a clear winner. <laughs> you know, I thought it was going to go pretty, mm-hmm. not all the way down to the wire like last year. I thought it would probably be a couple of races to go. Mm-hmm. It could go. Um, yeah. You know, we were so excited in the early days of this season talking about how 
it's it's just like this. It's we've got a proper two horse race in terms of the the constructors, and like there's four, five, six drivers that can be competitive and winning races. And nope, <laughs> that's plenty of shit. I think it's it's important to remember that these kind of tight seasons happen aye. once every now and then. And I would the, the Hamilton Verstappen season definitely set a high standard, like aye. a high bar. Then I'm like. Yep. I still think next next season it will be a lot tighter. I don't next season is when we'll see a real dogfight. Um I'd like to think so. Aye. But no. So that scary. time our teams must have enough data to put out a decent car. Mm. The scary up. thing is though with Max Verstappen is that I genuinely believe last season the re- the reason it became so tight in the end is because he was scared of winning. And Hamilton had been there and done it before so many times, which allowed him mm. to come back into the race. You've got that Shackleton offer, Max Verstappen now, and he's in the best car. He has all the natural talent as a driver. I genuinely think you could be looking at domination mm, for uh, years. Um, if, if Red Bull hold up their end with the constructors, like with the development of their car, then... What's to, what's to say that Max Verstappen doesn't go in and win like three or four or five years in a row here? Like It's entirely possible that we've got a similar case to Vettel's run. It happened. Uh, it happened with Vettel. It's, I mean, Hamilton's had a, a similar kind of run too, hasn't he? Really, I think the, the thing, with, years the thing with, with Hamilton and Mercedes, it was more of a, a consistent, like year and year they continued to improve. So uh, even though the other teams were catching seemingly, Mercedes were always yeah. just, they were edging, edging, edging. Whereas with Vettel's short run, and I think conceivably uh, Max is in the, in the kind of midst of that as well, where they've, the team have just got to a point where they've got this car that is just so far in front, seemingly, that they have the ability to just make incremental improvements and until the other teams catch them, which they, they likely will, like Mercedes will catch back up to them, but eventually, yeah, I don't possibly. think there's anybody that's going to challenge Max in that car until the improvements sort of they catch up, and that that could be mm-hmm. another two seasons. Mm. The thing, hi, the thing is, if you when we sit here and talk about it, we think about it, is this is a new season for everybody. They've got a new, everybody's got a new mm-hmm. car essentially. Yep, and Red Bull have nailed it pretty much. Mm-hmm. Now all they need to do is just work on small improvements where other teams have, they have to work on bigger improvements. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. They have to take risks. So aye. Yeah, they're, they're going to take mm-hmm. risks. They're going to have to try this, this and that. Whereas Red Bull are like, oh, maybe we change. Oh, you know, mm-hmm. small things, man. And that's... So they could tie, mm-hmm. as you say have a car that's dominating for the next couple of years yeah uh, hopefully not there's also the thing of the because obviously there's so with like with the Formula 1 cars there's this kind of balance between the the, the power unit and drivetrain and then mm-hmm. the aerodynamic package like the shell or the, the chassis or whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. and there's uh there's obviously the trade-offs like between kind of high power and high downforce to lower power and lower that loud downforce and how how you balance all the all that sort of stuff out. Aye. Um and I think that we the aerodynamic designs specifically, there's a there's a ceiling. So the question mm-hmm. is, did Red Bull nail that design to the point where they are millimeters for the ceiling? Aye. And so that a team like say Mercedes where like seemingly they've got it so wrong, but maybe they're just na- nowhere near the ceiling. And so they've got massive improvements that they could make that potentially take them past Red Bull if their ceiling's higher. Whereas Red Bull, maybe they make some big improvements like going into mm-hmm. next season. But like, the, you know, like their ceiling's right there. Like they can't really go any further. They can't get any more performance out of that package. Um, yep. I mean, I don't think it's going to be drastic like that, but that is something to think about. Like as much as Red Bull they're killing it as a team like credit where credit's due but it, it, it's impossible for us 
to know how mm-hmm. much an improvement they can continue to make. That's true. Also true. It's going to be a very interesting next couple of years. Aye. That's all Aye. I can say. Definitely. Um, and I, I genuinely hope Ferrari can sort their shit out. Oh, me too. I'd love for them to fan. be... <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the performance they had at the start of the season I'd love them to have that start to finish next season aye that would be something for us mm. it would be fantastic just before we go here um, one thing Michael nah, I'm asking the BAT but specifically <laughs> um, Hamilton has a record of every season he's competed He's won a race. Yeah. Do you think he wins a race this season? Yes. Okay. Consistency. Oh, it comes down to consistency. Right. Paul? Well, it, mm, I don't know. Consistency, mm. yes, but mm, it's under I th- threat. I, I, I think it's under I don't think he will. Um, I'm not unless, saying they won't. Mm-hmm. I, I would point, to, I would point to the fact that Hamilton was on the podium for what four, four or five races in a row there, and two, yeah, two yeah. second places in a row. Like mm-hmm. that, if 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 that obviously this week is a serious blip in that, he made a complete asset. Mm-hmm. But if that consistency can resume, and Red but Ferrari continue to get in their own way, and then Red Bull have an issue or. <laughs> or signs goes for blank A um, then the door's open for, for Hamilton and Russell mm-hmm. so aye if, the reason why I said no is I don't see any drastic that right, obviously they're consistent they're up there but mm-hmm. I, I just don't see anything like that happening so mm-hmm. I think it's going to be for the rest of the season I think you're going to have Max Verstappen winning mm-hmm. I could I could see him winning five or six races if I'm being mm-hmm. honest and then the other ones could be a mix between Leclerc uh, and Perez mm-hmm. um, unless there's a crash or injury nah. fears and that I don't see them I, I'm, I'm in complete position. agreement with you so um, I just I have more faith that something will happen aye <laughs> well aye <laughs> so you're a you're a Hamilton mega fan. It's a bad belief. Both came from circle. It's a sound though. Um, if he if the consistency consistency comes back and he's up and running in places, who knows? Could be a puncture, could be a spinner. Anything can happen. So I. Well, if I'm being really clear and blunt, I firmly believe that a a Mercedes will win a race come the end of the season mm-hmm. um, I think the likelihood is just through the consistency and experience and just the kind of logical thinking of how they normally finish it's more mm-hmm. likely that it will be Hamilton than Russell but it's entirely possible it's just, entirely possible it will be Russell that happens to be in the right place at the right time because that's what it will be it will be the fact mm-hmm. that they're in the right place at the right time they've made less mistakes than Aye. everybody in front of them who's fell away I've got a question. Yes, question. Is what, oh, what was his name again? But but Mario Benotto. 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 I'm terrible with names. Will Benotto still be Ferrari team principal come Brazil? Yes, <laughs> probably. <laughs> if I'm going to be honest with you, I don't see them change. Aye, if they don't change him after this week. I mean, they should have changed them a couple of weeks aye. ago, to be honest. But um, aye, they haven't done it this far. Mm-hmm. I don't see them changing it. I mean, who knows? The, I've been wrong. The comments that you read out, Paul, make it kind of abundantly clear to me that he's not going to walk. Nah, nah. Mm-hmm. He's definitely not walking. But he's going he's to need firmly pushed with two he's, hands. He's staying there to the bitter end. That's what he's doing. <laughs> he's the captain that goes down with your ship. Aye. No, he's, he's the captain that takes the ship, doesn't him? <laughs> but why? <laughs> That's very bad. That's <laughs> oh, man. Um, hi. Who knows? So, 
on that note, we'll uh, love yous and leave yous. If yous haven't checked out the AEW Mash and the MMA Mash, I implore yous to do so. Again, it was a very fun week. Uh, we talked about, on MMA Mash, we talked about one FC's very first card that was brought to light in the American audience, that being one FC, one prime. Um, but that was a very fun card, lots of knockouts. So check that out. And aye, AEW Mash, we just talked about everything AEW and upcoming uh, pay-per-views, etc. But it was, again, very fun as usual. So please check them out. All right. Uh, see you by drivers. Bye. 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 Oh, goodbye. <laughs>